Coming to you from the San Jose Mercury News, the Area News Group, it's the TK Show, and here's your host, Tim Kawakami. Hey everybody, it's Tim Kawakami here. We are glad to be broadcasting yet another TK Show with a very special guest for today, uh, straight from the beaches of Maui, uh, the one and only Don Nelson. Don, how are you today? I'm doing great. It's just wonderful here on Maui. It's a beautiful day, and... Uh... Looking forward to having another great day here. No, it's always wonderful in Maui. Always wonderful in Maui. Uh, Want to talk to you, obviously, about what's going on here with the Warriors. I'm just wondering how, how closely do you watch them? Uh, what do you think about this team? Oh, I love the Warriors. God, they're just wonderful to watch. They're fun, and uh, they're the best team in basketball, which I, I love. Uh, I, I just couldn't be more pleased with what's going on in Warriorville. What do you, I mean, do you see similarities? Obviously, they, they play a fast style. They shoot the threes. Is this a, a Don Nelson kind of uh, favored style you're watching there? I guess that's why I like them so much. <laughs> yeah, they, just, <laughs> they have a nice little small team they want to play. They got a big team if they want to play it. Uh, they got a lot of pieces, and uh, geez, I can't hardly wait for the playoffs. You know, obviously they they're they're going to win 65, 66, 67 games. Do they feel like that kind of dominant team to you entering these playoffs? Are are they in your mind maybe the the, the favorite to win the championship? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, the best team in basketball. I'd say they're the favorites. Uh, you know, the only thing is they don't have a lot of experience, uh, but they got enough to to get by, and they just have a wonderful team. I mean, they're hard to beat. What can I tell you? They, they got a, a great shot at it, I think. It's funny you should say that because I was thinking there's been some other great teams that won 67 games. Well, one of them I could think that won 67 games was a number one seed uh, and played a number eight seed 2007 Warriors team, the, the Mavericks, and you beat them. Uh, I just wondered what do you see uh, coaching? You know, how would you attack this team if you were an eight seed facing this Warriors team? Well, that's a, that's a difficult thing. I, you know, I really have to do a lot of study and film work to give you a, a you know, mm-hmm. a good answer probably. But uh, there's there's no way to play them really mm-hmm. because they, they can match up with you. You know, they can go big if they have to. They can go small if they have to. They they've got the San Antonio kind of uh, offense where they shoot threes and layups and in between. Uh, you know they're drawing and kicking, and they're just—they're a, a bear to play. I mean, they really are. And in a seven-game series, you know, I mean, you got to beat this team four times. Yep. That's going to be very difficult. I mean, if they don't shoot well or something like that, you know, they—they're vulnerable there, I suppose, if they go cold on the threes. But to go seven games, you know, I mean, they're not going to be cold for seven games. You know, <laughs> they may be cold for a game, but that—that's seven. Especially, you got to win one of them at Oracle Arena, right? If you're playing them, they're going to have home court throughout, and they're pretty tough at Oracle. Well, they are. And, you know, home court is a, is a big advantage in the playoffs, and but uh, you know they're going to have to win on the road. They've proven they can do that as well. So I, I just love their chances. I really do. Get the feeling that Draymond Green could have played on a lot of Don Nelson teams, right? I mean, is that what would you have done with with Draymond Green on one of your teams? Well, the same. I'm, I'd play him just the way they're playing him. Yeah. I mean, this, I think he, you know, next to Curry, uh, I'd say he's probably the MVP of the team as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. I mean, he's the glue guy. You know, he he's just so difficult to match up with. And then you know, as he's matured, 
and uh, now he shoots the three and he makes plays and he, he can be fast, he can be slow. I mean, he's an incredible player, really. Yeah, and, and can guard anybody and can start your offense. It's, did you see this from him, you know, when you were watching games maybe a couple of years ago? Did you see this possibility out of him? I didn't. I didn't know that much about him. Mm-hmm. I'll be quite honest with you. Uh, I know he's from Michigan, right? Michigan State. Michigan State. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't really do a lot of studying on him uh, because I was on my way out at that time. Yeah. So, uh, but he was a great choice. I mean, I wasn't he drafted in the second round. Second round, absolutely. I think the thirty-fifth pick. Something like, yeah. That's it's amazing what happens sometimes. Um, this goes to show you, and I don't think the kids probably. Probably bigger than six five, isn't he? Yeah, six five, maybe six six, six. six. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Well, yeah. <laughs> when I so talk, gives that, go ahead. Gives that team toughness they need. You know, yep. I mean, they, he's the toughest uh, guy on the on the floor. There's no question about that, and hard to match up with. And I'm just really excited to watch him. I he's my favorite player next to Curry. Well. When I talked to you last year, you obviously you liked the team, you liked what they were doing, but you said you know they sh- shot it too fast, maybe took a little reckless shots. Do you think that's been settled down? Do you, do you think their offense is a little more fluid this year? Well, you know, they are what they are. I mean, they they, they live and die on the three point shot, which you know again you, you can have it off night, but not for seven games. So. Uh, I just love what Kerr has done. I mean, I think he's just an outstanding young coach. and You know, he's accessible. I mean, he'll take ideas from other people, and he's just a perfect guy. Yeah. I just couldn't be happier with the whole the whole team. When you were an eight seed uh, going up against those Mavericks, was there a mentality? I mean, do you, do you think sometimes maybe – being the top seed, you got a target on you, and you try to aim for that. Do you, do you think there's going to be a little bit of a, uh, you know, Warriors having to defend something? It's going to be a little tough as the number one seed and having teams take shots at them. I think they can adjust to anything that comes their way. Uh, I think you know Kerr and his staff uh, do a great job there. Repair the team. The team is super confident. Uh, they've got a nice strut to them, you know, and they feel good about themselves and. And hey, they don't lose very much. So, <laughs> Hardly at all. That, that does uh, that does amazing <laughs> things for your confidence when you when you win every game. I want to go. I keep mentioning the two hundred seven. Uh, we believe team because that was such a special time, such a special team. When you were preparing for that series against Dallas, did did you know you could have an edge? Did you know that you know if I put Stephen Jackson on Dirk Nowitzki at this point, this place, it, it could really work? Did you, did you have a good feeling about that series going into it? Yeah, I, I really did. I, you know, I I thought that we could match up really well with them and, and give them fits because we were so long. You know, we mm-hmm. we had guys that could guard Dirk, and not many people had had a guy that could guard uh, guard Dirk. So uh, I felt good there, and I felt good about uh, our matchups. You know, we we zone them occasionally and change change up on them and keep them off balance and. Uh, and then we just had a confident team. I mean, yep. those guys thought they could beat anybody. You yep. know? they all did. <laughs> Baron, Matt Barnes. They, they they had a bunch of those guys. That was a that was a fun team. Do you compare, you know, attacking Curry with this team similar to to matching up with Nowitzki? Would would that be a similarity in your mind at all? Yeah, it is a. Uh, when I was in Dallas, uh, 
you know, when I had Nash, uh, I, I've always compared uh, Curry with yep. Nash. I, I, I think there's a lot of similarities there. Uh, he's probably more aggressive on the offense. If Steve was, was more aggressive on the passing, and, you know, once uh, he had a good blend to his offense, and he, he became the MVP for a couple of years. Yep. I mean, he was incredible. But nowadays, a point guard has got to score as well as, as make plays and run the team. You got the perfect guy. You got the number one guy in the whole league, as far as that's concerned. You think Curry's the MVP of the league? I don't think he'll probably get it, hmm. but he certainly deserves it. I hope he does. There's, there's a couple other guys that they have an outstanding years as well. So it's going to be. But you know what? They got the best team. So yep. If if people uh, put that in the equation and say, you know, hey, the team is the best team in the league and he's the best player on the team, and yeah, he's got a shot at it. No question about it. Well, you brought up Nash, and, and he won the MVPs when he was in Phoenix, but you certainly were the one who got that started. Uh, Nash announced his retirement last week. What, what, what are your thoughts about Nash's career and, and the time he had with you? Well, he was the best player I've ever coached mm. uh, when, when I had him in Dallas. And he wasn't MVP there, but he was my MVP uh, because he's just so competitive and He's a lot like Curry because he, he had the whole package, you know. I mean, he could have gone out and got 20, 25 every night if he wanted to. But he he would rather get 10 assists and 18 points or 16 points and, and have the team, you know, have other guys uh, feel good about themselves. But he always uh, wanted to pass first and shoot second. I think Curry's probably going to shoot first and yeah. pass second. But yeah. It's a, it's a, you know, it's real close, really. I think Nash has said several times that you kept telling him to shoot more. Is that true? Did you want him to be more of a scorer than he was at some point? I did. I, you know, he was getting, when I first traded for him, uh, you know, he wanted to be John Stockton. Mm-hmm. He wanted to get uh, 12 assists and, and eight points a game. And I, he just had the ability to score and I couldn't get him to shoot. Uh, and so after a loss, tough loss that we had, he jumped on the treadmill right after the game, and he was he was on the treadmill. And I said, just the two of us in the room now. So mm-hmm. I I said, uh, stop the treadmill, get off. We got to have a talk. So I really jumped all over him. And uh, I told him, I said, look, you have the ability to dominate. You have the ability to be the best point guard in the league. And, and you know, you're not taking advantage of that. I can't get you to shoot. What's going on? So anyway, I jumped mm-hmm. all over him. And... Uh, so uh, he looked at me and he started to cry. Hmm. And I'm going, oh, my goodness, you know, what have I done? I love this guy so much. Yeah. <laughs> so all of a sudden I got to cry. And <laughs> but then I said, oh, geez, Steve, you know, give me a hug. He said, don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, I want anything to do with you. So he got, he got mad at me. But anyway, that was a turning point in his career, really, wow. as far as being a dominant player. Because after that, I got him to start shooting, and and then instead of getting eight, ten points a game, he was up there 16, 18, 20, and uh, still getting the same number of assists. So uh, even though it was that was tough love that I had to give him, I think it really it really helped his career. I really do, and I think you know, I think he knows that. Yeah, I mean, he's mentioned he he hasn't mentioned that story. That's that's a fascinating story, but he's mentioned the fact that. You know, you saying that caused him to think differently about what he was going to do. Uh, and 
uh, I, you know, what started when you guys started in Dallas and then obviously Nash and Phoenix, the way they played, I think obviously, right, they've changed the way the Spurs played. Popovich decided to play more that similar style of offense and you're seeing it with the Warriors. Do you just think that's the way basketball's moving? And I would imagine you think that's pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, you know, Nash was a special player, and uh, I, I was fortunate enough to coach him for, I think, like five years or six years or whatever it was. And uh, those were some of the best times that, that I'd had in my coaching career, just coaching those guys and being around them and loving them to death. You know, and then Steve and I, of course, shortly after we got back together and uh, we had a great uh, coach and player relationship for the rest of his career. You know, well, we've talked about this, you and I, but not on this show, about drafting Curry. Uh, when you guys had that pick, you're behind Minnesota with two picks, and everybody knows the Knicks are behind you and they want Curry. What were those days like uh, leading up to that draft? Uh, what, what were you thinking, uh, waiting for that time to come, and, and knowing you had circled Curry on, on your draft board? Well, I didn't think there's any way we would get uh, Curry mm. where we were picking. I thought he would go much higher, but Minnesota bailed us out and took two point guards yep. ahead of him, and uh, he it opened him up for us. But you know, I was a Curry guy. I mean, I would have taken him number two in the draft yep. that, that year, and Harden was there. That would have been a tough one because I loved Harden okay. as well. But I think there's a special uh, uh, dominance that point guards have, and I, I think you know, I, I would even say a great point guard is probably better than. The, had a really good big man, you know. So yep. I always had the point guards number one and centers number two, and then the guys in between. You know, those are the other positions that are easier to fill. Did you see this kind of career out of him? I mean, this kind of scoring, this kind of leadership, this kind of the whole the whole package out of Curry. I, I imagine when you were looking at him. I did. You know, when St. Mary's beat him uh, in the in the NCAA. Uh, I just thought Nash, uh, or excuse me, Curry was, yeah. was just a sensational player. And everybody said, oh, he can't handle, he can't do this, he can't do it. But I saw just the opposite. I saw that he could make plays. He could handle the ball. He had a great handle on it. He could get his shot off whenever he wanted. And in college, they needed him to score more. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I, I just saw, you know, a perfect point guard. And uh, I thank God I was right. Huh? <laughs> and the Warriors didn't trade them, right? That was the whole pet thought that, they, that there could be a trade there. Uh, were you fighting that the whole time? Were you saying we can't even think well, about trading? After I left, you know, I, I was reading that they were thinking about trading, mm -hmm. trading him, and I, it would have been a big mistake as far as I was concerned. And uh, Larry Riley was still there, so we talked on a daily basis. And, we uh, we both agreed that, that that was probably a move they shouldn't make, and thank God they didn't make it. And yeah, that was, I think, the, the Amari Stoudemire talks uh, back then. Um, Monte Ellis was on that team. Did, did you see a fit with Curry and Monte, or did you just imagine at some point they would have to move on from Monte once they had no, Curry? No, I, I told him straight out that, that Monte was going to have to go because you know, he didn't accept Nash at first. Curry. Didn't uh, he? Uh, yeah, Curry. Uh, <laughs> First, he, he uh, you know, he came out and said they he didn't think they could play together yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And I said, well, that's too bad because as far as I'm concerned, Curry ain't going anywhere, but maybe you are. You know? Yep, yep. Hey, uh, what I did... thought it was, I thought it was an, an important move when they when they traded him because it really opened Curry's uh, career up and 
Uh, you know, and he was the man, and uh, it, it just solved a lot of issues that uh, would have been hard to deal with with a real small two-guard playing next to it. Absolutely. And they got a huge two-guard now with Clay Thompson. It just seemed to fit so many different pieces there. Uh, and they How got, about that kid? Yeah, yeah, what, that... Do you, what do you do with him? I mean, <laughs> holy smokes. He, he takes shots what I can consider contested. And it's mm-hmm. like the guy's not even on him. You yep. know, he just, uh, he, he's an amazing player as well. Yep. Well, when you got one guy, boy, he got, boy, has he gotten better? Yep, absolutely. And he scores thirty-seven points in the third quarter. That was pretty good. I know. How about that? <laughs> I was watching that game. That was unbelievable. <laughs> what did you think? I mean, again, you're not there, but they they did succeed under Mark Jackson two playoff seasons, which they hadn't had since two thousand seven. Uh, then they move on from him. Did you think that was at all strange, or did you understand some of the steps they took? Uh, when uh, when they didn't bring Mark back? Yeah, again. correct. Well, you know, I, I don't want to say anything negative about anybody, mm-hmm. but I just thought it was a, it was a good move probably okay. to bring in another guy at the time, and I and they just picked the perfect guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they really did. Uh, have you uh, spoken to Joe Lacob recently at all? Uh, you know, he. He's the owner. He's making all the moves. Have you had any? You've been back a couple times, I think, certainly last year. Uh, any relationship with Joe Lacob still? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that relationship is strong. Uh, it, wow, what a great owner he's turned yep. out to be. Uh, I'm just really excited about everything that those guys are doing, and uh, you know, just the attitude that he has, and you know, to bring back some of the older guys. I saw Rick Barry there the other sure. day, and. And, uh, you know, those, and then his relationship with the press, of course, is way better than <laughs> when I was there. <laughs> That's what uh, he says, too. That's what he says, too. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, he's done so many things the right way, and he's just a great guy. I, I really, I just think that the, the Warriors are so fortunate to have him and to be in the position they're in now, and all those fans, God, that, all the years that, that we struggled there, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. they put everything together. I'm just so happy for everybody. Uh, what were those last few years like for you? I mean, there's ownership change. There were all kinds of other change, and Mullen was there, and then he was gone. Was it was it difficult for you for the, those last few years? Well, the thing that was difficult was the last year I was there. Uh, you know, as long as uh, we were competitive and you know, when I when I had uh, you know the the team that beat uh, Dallas and and you know I was proud of that team really yeah. and what they accomplished. And then uh, you know when Barron left, that that was a shock to me. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe that he gave up a twenty million dollar year to sign you know or, or with somebody else. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so that when he left us, that boy, that just uh, kind of changed the whole thing. So we went from uh, you know a team that was winning 50 games a year and and a factor in the playoffs to to a team that was young and what you would call my last year there. I think we had the the D League players. We yep. had about uh, six of them on the team. Yep. We played out loud. You know, it was hard to win. And uh, I was at the age where I just felt that I deserved to have a better team. You know, mm-hmm. here I am, an old coach, and I I know what I'm doing and uh, and then to have a team that was so young and, and just struggled to win any games, uh, that was a hard year for me that last year. And Monte got hurt, you know, right? He he got in the, in the accident right not too long after Barron left. 
uh, and you didn't have him. It was yeah, it was it was a messy year, definitely a messy year. But then it you, was it yeah. was a tough year, and you you reminded me every day, if I recall. <laughs> uh, I think I did. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna plead guilty to that one. That's for sure. Uh, d- I mean, you see George Carl back, one of one of your old compadres, uh, coaching the Kings. Is there any stirrings in yours? Like, hey, it wouldn't be terrible to be back coaching at some point. I'm sorry, I missed that. I said, do you, that? When you see George Carl back coaching in the league, he's back, he's back with the Kings. Does it any thoughts in your mind? Hey, it wouldn't be terrible to be coaching again. Uh, well, I'm, I'm so happy George is back in in the in the league because he he really wants to coach. You know, he's just a lifer the whole way, and he really needs to be a coach. Mm. You know, I I was pretty well ready to you know to to find something else in life, and I was getting old enough, and I and thank goodness Joe gave me an opportunity not to coach at my last year there, mm-hmm. and uh, made the change so. You know they've been real kind to me there. I mean, everybody has. Well, uh, Don, I'm going to ask you a few questions. I ask everybody. These are just general questions, and I think you're going to have some good answers. Uh, what's your favorite restaurant meal? What's your favorite restaurant that you go to? In Maui? Anywhere, anywhere, anyone that strikes you. Oh, Mama's Fish House. Oh, I love that one. Oh, I love that one. I've ever been doing it. Yeah. You know, I've invested my fortune here uh Maui, so we have a lot of homes uh, right on the water, and we rent them out. And uh, actually, I live about uh, a quarter of a mile from Mama's Fish House, so we go there quite a lot. Just down <laughs> the beach? Yeah, absolutely. A little, little, just walk down the beach, I think, to your house, probably. But that, well, pretty close. Yeah, that, that's a great <laughs> restaurant. I've been there. That is a great restaurant. Well, how's the, did you, did you get the uh, restaurant open there? Weren't you going to do a coffee house or something? Uh, we're making a restaurant out yep. of it, and yep. uh, we're getting real close. I've, I've redone the restaurant, okay. put a lot of money back in it, and we're getting ready to rent it out to somebody. Okay, tremendous. And shave ice? You, you do any shave ice out there? We got the shave ice place going. Tremendous. That place is hot, oh. and it's <laughs> busy every day. What's the name of it? So you get, get that out. Toby's Shave Ice. Okay, got to get people out there. Paia. All right, and my other and, question... You know, I've, uh, Go ahead. I invested my fortune here, so if anybody's interested in staying with Nelly, just uh, beam <laughs> in nellysonmaui.com, and uh, we rent our homes out, and we have a great time with all the people that, that come and stay with us. Fantastic. And I know they're nice ones. They're, they're not going to be any uh, low-end houses that Don Nelson's involved with, so I'm sure people are going to love that out there. My other question, yeah. what's your uh, favorite current television show? What was that? Your favorite current television show, if you're watching anything. Oh, well, it would be the NBA. Yep. That was Jerry West's favorite show, too. League Pass. Watch every game. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just can't yeah, can't give get, it up. Yeah, you got the League Pass. Yeah, yep. I can watch any game I want. And I, I have my three favorite teams that I watch all the time. Oh, I got Sacramento, too. Yep, I got to watch right. that because of George. That's right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll save one more question. I'll just say, when you look at these games, who's the biggest threat to the Warriors? Is it... Is it Cleveland, LeBron. Is it is it San Antonio? Is it Memphis? What's the team that you would say would be the biggest challenge for the for the Warriors? Well, I think uh, next to the Warriors, Memphis is the best team mm-hmm. in the West. So they're going to have to get through uh, Memphis. I don't think uh, San Antonio is going to be able to do it just by watching them. You know, I think uh, the age factor and. Uh, I'd be surprised if they would win it again, but you know, you never know. Those guys are such great players, yeah. and 
they have such a great system there that you never know about San Antonio, but I, I would doubt it this year. Um, I think in the East, I think probably Atlanta's the best team, but, you know, Cleveland with LeBron, they're coming on strong. So uh, that'll be interesting, but the West is so much better than the East anyway. Right? I think anybody from the West is going to win it. Okay. Well, listen, Don, I've taken up enough of your time. You are tremendous. Uh, always great talking to you, and I appreciate you coming on the show. And enjoy another okay, beautiful Tim. another beautiful day in Maui. It'll be 82 today. Oh, yeah, terrible. Beautiful. Terrible. All right, Don, we'll talk again soon. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks All right. for having me on. All right. See you All now. Right. All right. That was Don Nelson. Always great to talk to him. Always cheery Don Nelson, and always good for him to remind me. Uh, what a pain in the butt I can be when the team's losing and I'm covering it. But uh, that's the charm of it all, Don and me. Uh, that's the show for today, everybody. I thank you very much. We'll see you again soon. See ya.